This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. You know, essential oils have been around since, you know, the Egyptians and, you know, since plants technically were made. But what has been forgotten with the whole, I mean, they kind of were a forgotten thing. And then around World War II, they kind of came back into the spectrum a little bit. But they have found essential oils in the tombs over in Egypt. And so they've been around and they've been used. But now that people know what they are and how beneficial they are, a common question that I get asked is, well, yeah, I use essential oils. You know, I just get them at the grocery store or I get them, you know, at the health food store. And while all this is great and fine and wonderful, um, people ask me or people don't have good results or they have issues with the oils, like it didn't work for X, Y, and Z. And so... No different than um, eating a healthy diet or what you're exposing yourself to vitamin-wise, like if you're getting supplements and you're buying them at, you know, the local drugstore, they're going to be a lot different than buying them from a quality source. And the same thing goes for oils. And the sad thing is that in the United States, the only requirement for labeling a bottle of essential oil, pure 100% therapeutic grade essential oil is that 5% of that bottle has to be an essential oil. 95% can be whatever they want to put in it. The other thing I like to mention to people is that um, how you farm an oil, just like in actual farming, um, it matters what you're doing to the plants. It matters what you do to the soil, and it matters how you harvest that plant and how you distill the oil. Now, you can use chemicals and distill essential oils and get more out of the plant, but that actually affects the quality and the therapeutic properties of that oil. And around the world, you will actually hear, you know I use Young Living, and you will hear that even from people who are not Young Living whatever, um, that Gary Young did do the work. He did the science or he went into the science and all that other stuff. So I'm not going to go into that, but there he is considered a pioneer when it comes to getting essential oils in the marketplace and making sure you had pure oils. So I'm just here to say today that all essential oils are not created equally. And when you're getting your essential oils from a source that you can't, that you maybe don't know where they're coming from, that is something to question because essential oils work very quickly in the body. They penetrate um, very quickly and can do amazing things for your body. But if you're using something that has chemicals in it or that was created with chemicals, you also are putting those chemicals or those pesticides or other harmful toxins into your body very, very quickly. And so that's where we're seeing a lot of the adverse effects, so to speak, of some of the essential oils because we're not getting actually getting an essential oil. We're getting 5% essential oil and 95% whatever. 
So even for those who are getting like USDA organic certified essential oils, I just want to clarify what that means. So um, a lot of people who are more into the natural things, you know, the USDA organic certified is losing a lot of its power because of some of the loopholes that they are able to get through. And this is not to say that everybody's doing it this way, but this is kind of what it means. In the essential oil world, um, 5% of non-organic materials are allowed to be used um, in the processing of organic certified, USDA organic certified. Uh, Chemical-free soil for seven years, that's good. Three years of growing before being eligible to meet the standards. Uh, Weeding is done by hand or approved synthetic and organic substances used. They may use approved synthetics for pests, um, continual testing of the soil only. They may use uh, conventional seeds that are non-GMO'd. They have 15 volunteers that are on the approval board staff for USDA organic certified. And no third-party testing is required. So that's what it technically means to be USDA organic certified. So if you're buying an essential oil that is USDA organic certified, that's what it means. Now, the only company, and this is why I promote and I why I feel blessed to be using Young Living and feel totally comfortable using them in all the ways that I share, um, is why our Young Living has seed to seal. And what seed to seal means is it's a standard that they put forward and it means zero pesticides or chemicals are permitted on any plant, on any soil, on anything. Um, Chemical-free soil for at least 30 years. So as we're going in and getting partner farms so that we can get more oils to have available to people, they have to have not used, they have to have the paperwork behind it that they haven't used uh, chemicals for 30 or more years. There has to be five years of growing before it's eligible to meet the standards to be able to ship it out and and use it as an oil. They do all their weeding by hand. They control pests with essential oils. So instead of using chemicals on their fields, they use essential oils or the water that comes up when they separate the oils out, they use that. Uh, They have continual testing of the water, soil, and the air because all of those things are known to affect Um, beings that my husband works on an organic farm. You know that there's only so much you can control. And so um, it's, in my opinion, really, really cool that they test all of these areas, not just the soil, because what's going on in the air and the water has an effect on the plants as well. There's no conventionally grown seeds of any kind, GMO'd or not. They have 50 trained scientists on staff to make sure that the quality controls are all put in place. And third-party testing is required. And one of our third-party testers is actually the same, or the same facility that tests for Scotland Yard. So it's not somebody that we staff on the side or have any association with, like they actually do testing for some, you know, for something big, so to speak. And so we know when we choose high quality foods, we get better nutritional content, higher antioxidants, less risks of chemicals and pesticides. And so it's the same thing when it comes to essential oils. It's really important that we know 
what we're getting with our essential oils. Because of how essential oils work in the body, we want to make sure we have the best to offer. So there was a girl who did, because you get this question a lot, um, being out there educating on essential oils, you're constantly asked, well, I can get this cheaper. Or, you know, somebody tells you they can get a bottle of frankincense for $5 or $10 at the local health food store. Well, if you really know what goes behind getting frankincense, frankincense is grown in the Middle East. There are tons of customs and things to go through. And when you are getting pure 100% frankincense essential oil, it is not going to cost you 5 to $10 for that bottle. It is going to cost you way more just because of what it took to get it here. So she had called 15 of the top oil companies. And I'm not going to name names, but as I go down the list, just know that these are things like Mountain Rose Herbs and Eden's Organics and the Now brand that you see everywhere, Plant Therapy, doTERRA, Malaluca. Um, so the first company she called, they told them that they do not grow their own plants. And so that that meant that they were made in a lab or they buy them from random farms. The second one said, nope, they gave no ex explanation. They did not have farms. Because what she was calling to find out is if she could go tour the farms and see how the essential oils are made. Um, so they said, no, they had no explanation. They didn't know where their oils came from. The third company said they do not grow their own oils. They had no names and numbers of the farms that they get them from. The third one, the mailbox was full, so they couldn't talk to anyone. Um, the fourth, our fifth one said, you cannot see the farms because their plants are sourced, and she would not give the names, the representative would not give the names of the said farmers. Um, the sixth one said, the website, the website said, do not take internally. This is a huge red flag for, in my opinion, because we do have an entire line of oils to take internally um, that are approved. So there's nothing added to it is the whole point behind it. But anyway, it says on their website not to take internally. Um, they said they do not own any of their farms. And uh, there was no way to call the farms that they got their oils from. The seventh one had email only and the email sent there was no response to. The eighth one said um, that you could not see the farms. The company is not equipped to face-to-face -face consultations. The ninth company said that they source their oils and one could not see the farms. The tenth one said that they do not own their own farms and they would not be able to tour or see the plants or oils be made. Um, the eleventh one said that they do not own their own farms and, quote, we do not have any direct correlation to the farm with the farms, so it would be impossible to set something up. The twelfth one does not let people tour their farms. They have tour dates on there, but those tour dates are for their headquarters only. You cannot see the farms. Um, the thirteenth one, uh, after listening to a long message, said they do not take phone calls, and they did not answer the email that was sent. And the fourteenth one said there are no farms to tour, and they don't know where the farms are. And you, they, they didn't have any answers for as far as sourcing. The 15th one was Young Living. And this is what, in my opinion, makes Young Living stand above and beyond. The doors are open Monday through Friday. You can come visit 8 to 6. You don't need a tour guard. And Saturday from 9 to 5, and they're closed on Sunday. You can come see the distillation distilleries where the plants are made into oils. You can come see the farms. You do not need a tour guard guide. You can just come in. Um, 
And so after going through 15 of, like I said, the top oil companies you're seeing, and more and more oil companies seem to be popping up. And I think it's a little bit funny because typically what you hear is, our oils are cheaper. And in my opinion, that says our oils are not of value enough to sell for, a, for what they're worth. Um, so there's something missing there. Um, why do companies not know where their farms are? Why wouldn't they give a phone number of where those plants came from? Why do some companies not have anything to do with how their plants are grown? Or, you know, like the answer given was just no. Why can't you ingest the oils made from plants? That doesn't even make sense unless they're using chemicals to extend them or they're not actually the essential oil. Why, or they have something added to them. Why do some um, oil companies make their own oils in labs and not from plants? And this is something that's a big deal because it's a synthesized version of that oil. Um, and, you know, why, why can't you go by yourself? Why can't you see what the process is? I, I just, the, when she did this little call experiment, I really feel like the, the proof was that Young Living does stand above the other companies, and it just solidified that. Young Living has been the pioneer in essential oils, and I'm not trying to make this all about Young Living is amazing, but for 25 years, they've been a world leader um, and pioneering the way. And some of the things when you read how, how they've done things, most people would have never done things like that. They're beyond organic because organic you know, standards are less than what Young Living standards are. They're seed to seal. Each batch, batch is tested in-house and then third party. Um, and all of our farms, wherever we are getting oils from, they're all either owned by us or they're partnered by us and they have to adhere to the same standards. So when I am asked, why not get them over here for half the price? This is why you don't get them over there for half the price. The other thing I like to remind people is that it's really important just because you put an essential oil in your home doesn't mean you have the education. Not that you need to be seriously educated, but sometimes it's what you're getting outside of that particular oil, the knowledge or the care or the guidance that comes with it. And so when you buy your oil, um, you know, at the health food store, it's not to say that the girl behind the counter won't, you know, give you a suggestion of what lavender is good for. But when you find somebody who's educating and helping you get oils in your home, it is, it, it goes beyond that because uh, for me, it's huge. It's something that I'm very passionate about that I do want people to have those tools in their tool, you know, toolbox or in their home. So when something arises, they know how to use them. And if they don't know how to use them, I pray that they reach out and ask me because that is, that's what I love to do. And it, it doesn't even have to be about oils. It can be about anything that I've ever shared about, whether it's home birth or intermittent fasting or whatever. If you have a question, if I can answer it, that's what I'm there for. So anyway, when people say, why does it matter where you get your oils from? This is why it matters. Because be, because quality matters. Because eating healthy foods matters. It matters if you're going to eat a you know, bag of chips today or if you're going to grab an apple. And the same thing goes with your essential oils. So if you have any questions, um, I'm here to help, but I would love to hear from you and love to hear your thoughts. 
This is podcast number 53, Why Does It Matter What Essential Oils or Where I Get My Essential Oils. Um, I hope you learned something new today. I hope it sticks, you know, like I said, a little nugget of information from today's podcast sticks with you because it was kind of eye-opening, even for me who has been using Young Living Oils for, you know, eight, almost nine years now to see why... um, why they stand above the others. So as always, be grateful, have faith, and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.